Hey, this is my best friend, Carolyn. And this is my best friend, David. We are a couple of vodka lovers. With a codependent relationship nearly a decade long. And this is Will, Will and, and Grace, Grace and, and vodka. vodka. Cheers. Cheers, Keith. That was a good loud That was a good clink. one. Good for us. Mm-mm. So, David. Yeah? It's almost time to stop saying nearly. Oh my God, you're right. Yeah. Oh, wow. I meant to do a deep dive into like old planners and stuff and see when our first Grease rehearsal was. Holy shit. Can you do that? I wasn't at the first rehearsal. No, you weren't. That's right. Nope. But I, so early February, if there's a date of some kind, Mm -hmm. it is February 8th to me and I cannot turn that off. Same. Yeah. Well, February 8th was the fire. Oh, right. (laughs) But like every early February thing is February 8th to me. Mm -hmm. And so like, um, for those who don't know, there was a like, there was a life event and there was a fire. It's, it's a long story. We'll talk about it another day. But like, so, but every early February event to me is February 8th. So let's make our friend anniversary February 8th. Okay. But I am still going to do a deep dive. Okay, great. Do it. Maybe I wrote someone an email and was like, I just met this guy named David and he's great. He's fantastic. (laughs) <laughs> and he got all of my Sex in the City jokes. Immediately. Yeah. Um, that's so cute. I know. It's almost time. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. We should, um, I don't know. We should think of something special. Oh, we'll definitely do something special. Keep a, uh, keep keep an eye out, poodles. Yeah. For some special content coming your way. Special bonus something for you, maybe. <laughs> what are we drinking? We're drinking... Uh, Bloody Mary, because it is morning times. Yep. Um, with CH Distillery Vodka again, because it's the best one. So doggone good. And, uh, we are on episode 120. This is our 20th episode. Really? Yeah. Holy crap. I mean, besides all the chasers. But I mean, okay, so we just did our ninth chaser, plus we're on our 20th, which means... If you include our our um, intro, our teaser, we have thirty episodes up right now. On holy cow! As of the up to, upload of this episode, that is cool. That is cool. We've done we're something cool. consistently. We're so cool. Um, Saving Grace is the title. Mm-hmm. Original air date April 29th, nineteen ninety nine. What's that summary, David? Miguel Ferrer guest stars as Nathan, a successful New York publicist who hires Grace to decorate his office on the condition. That Will agrees to date him. Meanwhile, Jack uses Karen to teach Will how to kiss someone he finds unattractive. Why is that in the summary? That is a scene. I don't know, but this is more informative than most of the Hulu summaries, so I'm not going to knock it. True story. Do we got some trivia? We do. While Grace was in the waiting room, Nathan Barry was looking for designer Antonia Hutt. Antonia Hutt is the name of episode writer Joni Marchinko's real-life partner, and she's an actual interior designer. Oh, fantastic. I know. I love when they do that. Me too. That's so cute. I think Joni did this once more, once before with something else. She did. Um, it does. It, the specifics of it escape me, mm-hmm. but I know you're right. Um, but I, I just love that. I love when, I love when they do that. Me too. I don't know why it tickles me so much. I just love a little inside joke. It does tickle me Like Antonia's so. watching the, the episode at home like, well, that's me. Oh, I know about that. Oh, that's my name. That's my name. <laughs> oh, Joni. <laughs> I hope it's Joni. It's J-H-J-H. I've heard her name pronounced before. It's Joni Marchenko. That's, that's correct. Oh, excellent. So, we begin. We begin. Um, we begin, uh, we begin. Interior apartment. Grace is trying on outfits for a big interview. 
and can't decide what she's going to wear. And she's wearing a blue t-shirt yep, with nothing over it for this very important interview she's going on. Right. In 1999. Sure, but still. Maybe it's a, I'm sure it's a very nice nice, t-shirt. Yes, I'm sure it's Donna Karen or something. Right. Um, And, but then she comes out later in in a nice, uh, very light blue suit. Yeah. That looks nice on her. Mm -hmm. Um, She's, she has the most important interview of her career. She's freaking out. She's very anxious. Yep. Um, Will says she looks fine and fine means crap. (laughs) (laughs) And what, what does he... What does he say that prompts her to say biggest interview of my career and you're doing little word puzzles, little word puzzles? <laughs> that joke. I don't know. Well, if it's something like if great means good and fine means crap and crap means doesn't that mean that something something and I don't know. Yeah, if fine means crap and good means fine, doesn't then doesn't good mean, mean crap? Yes, that's right. the one. You're doing little word puzzles. Oh, I love her. So. Jack enters, slams the door, leans against it, pulls a newspaper up to his face, which has a, a someone's face that he's cut the mouth out of and says, Headline, I'm in love. So Jack had to go buy or find a paper or steal mm-hmm. one from Starbucks. Yep. Find some scissors. Find that picture. And hope that when he found this paper, he saw there was a giant enough head that would fit that he could cut the mouth out of. Right. And then just to make this little joke. Just to make a little joke. That is some amazing commitment. Yes. And I am impressed and wish I had that kind of um, commitment in my life. I do too. I don't have that. Mm -mm. If I say a punchline and someone doesn't get it, we're moving on. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um. So he comes in, he's in love um, with a... Uh, Ramon. With Ramon. And I don't think it's much of a spoiler to say we never get to meet Ramon. No. From the Dominican Republic. From the Dominican Republic. Um, when he pours the coffee, he spills it everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Classic. Um, what else happens in the scene? Why uh, Will's like, oh, I'm sure you're in love and Ramon's the love of your life. Whatever. Yeah. And Jack says it must be so hard. Being in the nunnery with all the other girls running around with their mini skirts and birth control. Taking the pill. Taking the pill. How do you solve a problem like Will Truman? (laughs) Now, my question for you is, does that count as song enough to go on our Spotify? Hmm. That's tricky Mm -hmm. because this is, we're talking song lyrics, but Mm -hmm. they aren't sung or played. No. All right. So I'm going to say, I'm going to know. I'm going to know this one. Yeah. I might yes it if it was a better song, but it's just How Do You Solve a Problem Like Maria from Sound of Music. Okay, hold up. Sound of Music is actually brilliant. And it catches yes, I love it. a ton of shade. And I love that song. I do too. I just think that if... Okay, fine. <laughs> Should I put it on the Spotify, David? No, but I do want to listen to it. Fair. We'll do that. <laughs> and then Grace reappears in the suit she's going to wear... And Jack says, oh, look, it's Mother Inferior. <laughs> <laughs> and it's Piling like a pale blue suit, the one you described. Yes. And it is really pretty. So she's choosing her shoes mm-hmm. and they're like, do the left one, do the right one, do the left one. And she's now she's doing a little dance. Sunshine and rain. Yeah. What is that? I don't know. I don't either. If I that's a song, up. that will go on the playlist. I can't. 
if anyone out there has any fucking clue, I Googled it. I searched for it. I have no idea. And if it's really obvious, I'm going to be so mad at myself. Same. Because I have no idea what that's from. And they have choreography. Like, there's choreography. Sunshine and rain and sunshine and rain. Like, whatever. Anyway, she starts talking about why this is important, who this person is. And it turns out that the, um, the person who she's vying for this position to design his home is Nathan Barry, um, a publicist. And Jack goes, Nathan Barry, the publicist? He ruined my career. <laughs> I invited him to Just Jack and he, um, he didn't show up. If that is ruining a person's career, mm. I would hate to think how many careers I personally have ruined. By not showing up. To by not shows. showing up for shows. I am so sorry for every time that has happened. And I apologize Same. preemptively for all the times in the future that I will not be at your shows. Yep. Yep. Yeah. End of story. Um, and then. So the only the only two people who saw the only. There were only three people that yeah. saw Just Jack and two of them are just us. And she does the hand gesture. Yeah. Because <laughs> every time he says Just Jack, he does the thing. Mm-hmm. And it's. Oh, God, I love, it. I love this episode. Uh, so. Will gives her a nice confidence speech. You're great yes. at your job. You're 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 gonna get it. You're gonna be fine. You're gonna be so good. And he's ushering her out the door. He grabs her bag, gives it to her, and he shuts the door. And he's oh, our little girl off to join the world or whatever. <laughs> and Jack doesn't let her leave with two different shoes. He goes, yeah, in two different shoes. But he doesn't not say anything. Oh, see, but he lets Will do the work. Oh, of course. He's just laughing. He could have just snickered to himself and like not said anything but he still doesn't le- let grace go to this very important thing with your right shoes jack does have a good heart he does and i i just love when eric mccormick goes grace <laughs> <laughs> it makes me laugh every time runs out and catches her yep. so next scene nathan's apartment which is barren barren with those gorgeous floor-to-ceiling windows yeah Hello. they're stunning um She's giving herself a pep talk. Yes. Karen's and... flipping through a magazine. Doesn't like Donna Karen's new fragrance. Right. In uh, the last interviewee walks out sobbing. Yeah. Not a good sign. Not a, not a great sign. Grace is like super fidgety. Right. She's like all over the place. Um, Karen says, now remember, let me do the talking. She's like, what? No. <laughs> I am the designer. <laughs> she thinks it's really funny. And so this is when Nathan wanders out looking for Antonia Hutt. He's on the phone. He's obviously a total asshole. Complete prick. Like right. just From such an jump. asshole. And uh, Grace makes a joke at him and does her. <laughs> and yeah, she honks. Good. Um, <laughs> it makes me laugh every time. And he's being pretty dismissive of Grace. Yeah. Like, pretty much right away. Um, flips through her book, not really interested. And Karen, uh, he notices Karen. Well, he, he says, don't, she makes another joke and he says, don't, don't do that. I don't do humor. And she's like, oh, I'm not funny. Just ask anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Which prompts Karen to be like, I can vouch for that. And then he. And that's when he notices yeah. her. And they do this back and forth thing where it's like dropping first names oh of mutual acquaintances and it's super annoying. It's so insufferable. It makes me like it filled me with ire. Yeah. Oh, this 
This episode made me feel things. Oh, me too. Oh, good. I'm so glad. Like, feel them. Oh, my God. Yes. Uh, So they're going back and forth like this and, like, trying to figure out how they know each other, what they know each other from. And um, um, that ends at some point. And, and he says, I like you. Right. If you ever find yourself not working for her. <laughs> right. Give me a call. And she's like, honey, I find myself not working for her every day. <laughs> um, and a little... Like a moment later, I don't remember how the transition happens, but um, he says to Grace, I would love to see your home. Yes. Because why would I hire somebody if they live in a dump? Yes. And so. So um, she's like, yes, well, you can come by tonight. How about I'll be there at eight. Oh, okay. Right. Um, He's just. Oh, he's such an asshole. I hate this man. He's terrible. Also, who's this actor? What do we know him Uh, from? Miguel Ferrar. And I forgot to look him up. I'm going to do it. Why don't you do it? I'm going to do it. Uh, but so they're having this nice moment on the way out. And Grace is like, you know how you make fun of my all of my outfits and you don't do any work and all you do is file your nails. And Karen's like, yeah. And she says, keep it up. And she taps her on the butt. Yep. It's perfect. She, Brilliant. she taps her on the butt. They go out the door. And as they're leaving, Grace turns around and blows a raspberry at the rest of the people <laughs> in the room. <laughs> and it's so funny. Did you find Miguel? I did, yeah. He's he. I mean, he's one of those people. You've seen them. You know everywhere. what I mean? Like he's he's everywhere. Yeah. Uh, he most recently and notably was on the reboot of Twin Peaks mm-hmm. as FBI agent Albert Rosenfield. He was in Twin Peaks, right? The original run. Um, is he? I'm I'm no scrolling. I'm going backward in time. So, <laughs> but I mean, he's got like an Iron Man movie and like a ton of voiceover. Uh, Desperate Housewives. Um, let's see. I mean, just tons. And he's on Psych, which I know you care That's about. That's how I know him. <laughs> he's only one episode. He plays Fred Collins Boyd. Um, yes, I, I. Well, I've seen. He plays Psych a enough. lot of FBI agents yes. and attorneys. I so we've seen him in all the things. Yeah, he's cool. great. Um. Yeah, yeah. No, this this person is everywhere cool mentoring candidate so you guys if, if you haven't seen the episode in a while he's eduardo ruiz in traffic also i've never seen traffic oh i don't care to okay um great well so he's been around hollywood for many many moons right 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 right, right. um good for you miguel we like you so we're at the apartment yes we are anticipating uh nathan's arrival Mm-hmm. And there's a lily that won't stand up. Oh, right. Annoying. <laughs> yeah. And and Will gets all British about it. And I don't know why, but it's funny. Yeah. He says, maybe you should spank it. <laughs> a weird joke. And Grace goes, maybe you should spank it. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a jerking off joke. It's a masturbation time yes. joke. And so Funnier. Will's got to pee. Yeah. So he goes to pee and she's like, don't touch Anything. He's like, um, and he looks down at his penis. <laughs> He's like, well, um, I get it though. Also, Will, go use your own bathroom. I think he does. No. He goes into the bathroom that is his. No, he goes into the, the Grace's bathroom. 
That's the door. He doesn't go back to his bedroom where his bathroom is located. Hmm. He goes into the guest bath. Hmm. Interesting. I don't care. I don't care either. (laughs) I'm glad we've been over this now. (laughs) I'm so glad we dissected that moment. (laughs) And neither of us gave a shit. (laughs) So Nathan arrives Comes in while Will's in the bathroom. He comes in and he's like, mm, I've seen enough. Goodbye. And like literally three seconds. But then, of course, Will and walks out. Will walks out. Well, actually, maybe I could stay. Because she offers him a drink. And he's like, no, I drink with friends. What are you talking about? And Oh, my God. He's so, mm. so rude. <sighs> um, so it's clear now that Nathan is attracted to Will. Mm-hmm. Um. So my my note, my note is he's pushy and gross and rude. And just because you have money doesn't mean you can treat people like that. That's true. <laughs> Listen up. Note. Um, so they stay for like we cut to later in the night and they're mm. sitting and drinking and God, Nathan is being annoying. He's paying zero attention to Grace, who is the whole reason that he's supposed to right. be there. Um, his entire body is angled towards Will. Mm-hmm. His back is to Grace. Like, yeah. that's how little he cares about her. Right. Mm! It's so gross. It's so gross. And predatory. Um, so. So he, he. He's doing the thing. He, this is when the thing, don't do that, starts. Is it? Yeah. And then it goes into the date too. So he's doing this thing, Nathan, of where like he's like asking leading questions or trying to drive the conversation in some way. And um like maybe one maybe the person he's talking to is not really following along because he's talking about something that only he knows about. And he goes, Don't do that. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's horrible. Well he does it he does it to Grace too when they first meet. Don't do that. I don't do right. humor. Yes. Fuck you. God. I hate him. I He's hate... such a well-written villain. I know. And he plays him beautifully. So Will clearly hates him. And yeah. Nathan says he has to go. He's going to meet friends. He lingers on the handshake with Will, <laughs> which is so creepy to me. Same. Like, don't prolong contact like that. It's so gross. Ew, 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 ew. Yeah. Um, he says, Grace Adler. He also calls everyone by their first and last name. Yes. Um... Grace Adler walked me to the elevator. She does. She walks him out to the elevator. And um, how does it, how is it phrased? Maybe or a probably or. He says, I'd like to, I'd like to maybe, you maybe have the job or something. And she says, how do I get rid of the maybe? Yes. And he says, get me a date with Will or whatever. He says, did you get the impression that Will Ugh. was interested in me? And she was like, can I be honest? Absolutely, which is clearly a lie. Um, like, how much money is she getting? I mean, I don't know, but it would seem a ton. It must be like a million bajillion dollars because right. I would never. Because her actions moving forward from this point dictate to me that it must be a lot of money. It must be a shit ton of money. Yeah. Um. So. They do this back and forth of, do I have the job? Is he going to call me? Do I have the job? Is he going to call me? Yes. Do I have the job? Is he going to call me? Right. <laughs> they do it three times. Right. Then, Which is a rule of comedy, I think. It is the rule of We threes. should ask Tyler Dean. It's Kemp. threes. It's definitely But threes. it is threes. I mean, we can get him to confirm, but I know right. it's three. Um, 
And she says yes, and she gets the job. She says yes, and he says, then yes. What was that? Gross. Oh. Yeah. Gross. I, I, I couldn't. I was like, you're burping? Blech. You about to throw up? Blech. Nope. Great. Cool. Um, <laughs> um, Cut to Will's office. Yes. And, well, not yet, because Grace has to tell Will. Oh, right. She goes back in. <laughs> and he says, well, did you get the job? And she says, like, on a condition or something. Yeah, I don't remember how this, how this happens. I don't either. This is oh, not, he says, like, a high-stakes episode. I know what it is. He says, did you offer him something that no one else could? And she said, yes. And he said, what? And, and she goes, you. You. <laughs> And he's like, oh, no. Cut to commercial. Yep. Then we're, then come back from commercial, we're in Will's office. Um, and Jack is trying to convince Will to go to lunch with he and Karen, who's waiting in the car. Right. Because she's paying. Duh. <laughs> Will says, if you get a job, you won't have to clap when someone buys you lunch. <laughs> um, except for that that's always exciting and wonderful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have jobs. And I always clap when people buy me things. Karen comes in because she's getting impatient. Well, yeah. And uh, she's like, Will, honey, you still doing the lawyer thing? <laughs> says, are you still doing the married for love thing? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> um, and Will's in a bad mood because he's agreed to go on this date with Nathan for Grace, which mm-hmm. is really magnanimous of him. Duh. Um, and so... Um, he's complaining to Jack that this person is an arrogant douche. Mm-hmm. And somebody's not happy because somebody has to date a pig. Right. That's what Jack says. Um, and Jack's like, you're going to have to kiss him. And Will's like, I will not be kissing him. And Jack's like, every first date ends with a kiss. And that's just how it goes. And you're going to have to do it. <laughs> well, Jack implies that they're going to fuck. And, right. And Will is like, not all first dates go like yours do. Right. Um, and then, uh, Jack's like, well, Karen, I will demonstrate on Karen how you can kiss a person that disgusts you. And somehow we get around to him, like really laying one on Karen. Because he's envisioning James Vanderbeek of Dawson's Creek. Right. And he's like, this is an image that works for me. (laughs) Um, it's like a very coaching moment. Yes. Um, and kisses her. They leave for lunch. And he's like hot kiss it is a it is a good kiss Oof, it's good yeah. and so she says nothing kind of steps back and is like whatever like adjusting her hair looks nonplussed yeah. they and leave goes, and he goes any disgust i may feel is now eased by the visualization right and he's like and as he's walking out he says he does the thing of subverting you know homophobia into heterophobia mm-hmm. and like which is not a word it's not a thing heterophobia doesn't fucking exist no take a fucking pill but he does the thing of being like politically i'm all right with it but the act is still mildly horrifying to me this is revolting 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 which is <laughs> great because that's literally a word people use i to know describe homopho- uh, homosexual it i fuck me why can't i fucking talk I don't, um i don't know jesus Have christ another sippy you're not drinking enough vodka that's probably why. uh so they leave. Camera pans over to Karen. Faints dead away. Faints dead away. Just Brilliant. crash on the floor. So good. Oh, I love a so faint. Funny. Uh, Ugh. 
Then we were on the date. Oh my God. I don't think we need to say this. Just how do you think it goes? Nathan's a fucking prick. And he's just, oh, I was with Steve and Gary and I was with Karen and blah, blah, blah. And he just, just name dropping these people. And and Will is just like. He's, he tries a little bit. He tries he to does. say, I'm sorry, I don't know who you're talking about. And he's like, don't do that. You know don't who I'm talking about. You know who I'm talking about. And then he tries to make a joke and he's like, silly doesn't work for me. Ugh. And so, like, and then the waiter comes over and he's a total asshole. Douche. He's like, I said cubed chicken. This is strips. Take it back and cube it. And after he leaves, he says to Will, how hard is it to like get it right? I come here all the time. Right. Ugh. Um. He tells him to to breathe the wine. He tells him like, and every everything Will says. He has something contrary. Has an, yes. Has a directorial. Like, Will says, "Sorry, I interrupted you." What? I just straight up interrupted you. Oh, that's okay. Will says, "Uh, so what are you working on now? Don't do that. You know what I'm working on now." Ugh. And God, he's like, this character's okay, so well written. Have you seen the? photography exhibit at the MoMA and he's like don't do that I hate that it's just like fuck you fuck they you wrote this asshole so well but how does he exist in the we world we have all been on these dates though oh Everybody. for sure this is a universal experience if you have been on dates as an adult you have been on dates with this jerk I promise like I can remember several specific instances where people were just too fucking cool oh my god yes and like Chicago actors, I'm talking about you. <laughs> and um, Chicago gallerists and like other such socially, you know, adept art worldy types. I can't deal with no that. No thanks. For me, it was always corporate guys. Oh, ew. God, and then, then what they're talking about isn't even interesting. No. Ugh. And then they expect you to respond in a certain way like every other idiot person might. And it's like when you don't, they get so thrown and confused. And it's like, okay, well, this date's over. Goodbye. Right. And um, Will. Well, he he's shooting Will down. And so Will gives it right back to him because Nathan asks him a question. He's like, don't do that. Right. You know that. And he just, Nathan does not get it. He doesn't get it at all. He doesn't get it at all. And he was like, oh, you were playing a game. And Will says, yeah. And and Nathan goes, how boring. Why does this man exist even fictionally? I know. What I mean, I know he does. He's out there. Oh, yeah. Oh, They're very I real. Him. I hate him. Yeah. So he threatens Grace's job. Yeah. As if he weren't bad enough already. Right. And Will's like, you can't do that. You can't, nobody says that except for people twirling a mustache and tying a woman to the train tracks. Right. <laughs> and, uh, and, the, and and Will's like, check, please. And the waiter, who I can't remember his name, but he's done like so many things. Like he's been oh, in great. the background of a million things. Oh, good for him. But he, um, he comes over and he's got the bill. And Nathan's like, I have more money than him. Give it to me. And Will's like, I'll tip you. And we have a winner. And oh, but he said, what's the thing about... Be, the being nice to waiters game where if you win you get to not go to hell right yeah oh. um uh, uh i would like to soapbox for a quick moment Please. as a server number one if you think that you're out to eat with people and your server is not and if you're at a place that's you know of a certain 
quality type Caliber. of restaurant. If you think for a second that your server is not adjudicating from the moment you sit down which person they're going to present the check to, you are dead wrong. Shut up. Oh, I've never thought about that. I've I've had many, many service industry jobs, but I've never been a waiter. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, yeah. Yep. From the moment they sit down. Fascinating. Every single, every person. Mm-hmm. Every, ever. I mean, every table, no exceptions. That is one of the first things you do is think about, okay, I'm going to gauge this. I'm going to think about it. And a lot of the times someone will ask for it, say like, please present it to me or like corner you and give you a card or something, which is then you're stuck. And you or if obviously... you're my dad and grandma and they fight over it. Um, I don't participate in that shit because it makes me uncomfortable. So when people are doing the cute C bullshit of like, no, let me, no, let me, I literally just like drop it on the table and walk away. And I'm like, good for you. I will be back when you've figured it out because I'm not going to be a part of this. <laughs> I like, I'm not playing your little game about who has more money and who paid last time. And... Absolutely not. And if people are like it, trying to involve me, I literally put my hands up and go, nope, this is on you. I'm not doing this. Good for you. We've it's had not my job. That's that's great. Anyway, um, soapbox rant, totally unrelated to Will and Grace, ended. Not really. I mean, that's exactly what happened in this situation. True. Um. So he gets home to a sad Grace who's eating a ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "I'm sorry. He was a monster. I I like." Because Nathan has called, right? She says he called. Yeah. Doesn't she say that? Uh-huh. Yeah. And um, um and he's like, How bad is it? And she goes, Pretty bad. And he's like, Look, I did the best I could. I'm so sorry. He's a fucking monster. Like I can't be with this I cannot date this person. He's a nightmare. Why are Why you are eating, eating a ding, a ding dong? dong? <laughs> and she goes, He called. I did something bad. And, and, no, no, no. He oh. goes he goes, Are you fired? And she says, Well, he doubled my budget. <laughs> and he goes, Oh my god. Why? And she goes, I did something bad. <laughs> He loved you. He loved how you challenged him. He loved that, you know, like, you know, you were putting up a fight or whatever, like that you were like playing along with him or whatever. And he's like, I'm not going out with him again. And he like chases her through the apartment. I'd rather go out with an Ebola ridden gibbon monkey. Yes. (laughs) Or Pat Buchanan. (laughs) Or Pat Buchanan. Then we cut to commercial. Um, And then he... She says, I've done stuff like this for you. And then he's like, name one. And she, I won't belittle this with examples. <laughs> <laughs> Which I was grateful for because I was like, has she? No. I don't think she fucking There's has. There's no fucking way. She has not like been a, a, a literal escort for his professional advancement. That's exactly what this is. Like, It's gross. I'm sorry. I just shuffled my papers all up in my microphone. I'm firing it's my you. papers. I'm firing you from, from our podcast. Oh, all right. Well, bye. Enjoy the rest of it by yourself. Um, I would never. Um, <laughs> and then, then we cut to commercial. Mm. And we are back in Nathan's apartment again. Ding, 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 ding. We have my fashion moment. Mm. Tell me. Me too. It is Grace. Is it you too? Mm-hmm. She's in this long, like, burnt orange red coat mm-hmm. that looks like... It's from a cartoon. Yeah. It's so it's like, weird. Um, Chinese inspired, maybe? Oh, I did not get that vibe at all. It has that collar. So there's the cut, but like none of the Or maybe South at all. Asian. 
Like Maybe. I, I don't know. I, did, I didn't pick up on that at all. I just saw this like bizarre long like trench dress. Yeah. It's you know, very, that's and she's not got belted. pants underneath it too. I'm wearing pants underneath it and she has long gold earrings on. That's my fashion moment. Oh, it is? I love those earrings. Okay. They're so elegant. It's like two like very thin pieces of gold and one is the fastener in the back. And oh. one is in the front. So it's like making an oval. And they're just really elegant and pretty. And I really like them. I just, they struck me. I was like, oh, those are lovely earrings. Those are nice earrings. I noticed them too. But yeah. The earrings make a, make a statement in this yeah. scene. Yeah. Because her hair is pulled back. Right. Right, right, right. Her um, hair is good in this scene too. I remember yeah, that. It's real good. It's good hair. Um, So Grace is clearing out because she's assuming that she's going, that she's been fired or is going to be fired. Because like, she can't get Will to go out with him again. I wasn't prostituting him. I just asked him to do things for, you know, go out with someone for money. And <laughs> so that I could make a little money. Yeah. Or I wasn't his pimp, is what she said. Oh, right. Um, and Karen's kind of, like, haranguing her. Um, She's like, did we get fired? <laughs> and Will shows up. And... Um, no, before he shows up, Karen is really sweet. What's she saying? She's like flicking through the spring edition of Vogue. And she's like, you've been like just hoots and clicks. Hoots and clicks to me since breakfast. (laughs) Because she's in the spring edition. And then she's like, well, have we been fired? And Grace says, not yet. And Karen's like, honey, you don't, you're the Bentley. You know how you get a year's worth of Omaha steaks if we buy a Bentley? And she's like, she's like, I guess. And Grace is like, okay, rich person. And, um, and, and Karen's like, you're the Bentley. Will's just the Omaha Steaks. Are you so insecure about your own talent that you don't think Nathan hired you because he likes what you do and not, and be, you know, just because of Will? Absolutely. And Grace is like, oh, right. I'm good at my job. I forgot. So I like this. Mm-hmm. But I do have to say, like, that's some fucking mental gymnastics to arrive at Grace somehow feeling empowered by pimping out Will. Like, <laughs> like. Girl, you're still doing a bad thing. Like, yeah. Come on. Like, yes, you are good at your job. And yes, you are the Bentley. But you're still trying to get your friend to date somebody so that you can get, make some money. Like, it still sucks. Like, <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> yeah. That's, it's not good. No. Grace. Like, yes, you're a Bentley. But you've got some scratches. Yeah. A couple of scratches. Need some body work. You're a certified, certified used Certified pre-owned Bentley. There you so that's go. Thing. There you go. Do you get a year of Omaha Steaks if you get a certified pre-owned Bentley? Maybe you get six months. Maybe six months. <clears throat> sure. Maybe. That makes sense. <laughs> so Karen says, I'm not usually this sensitive. Ride the wave. <laughs> right. Will shows um, up. Will shows up. And. This is one of my favorite Will things of all time. Yep. It's brilliant. It's so great. And it is such a quick wrap up. Tell the nice people, David, what Will does to get Nathan the fuck away from him. All we do. And keep Grace's job. It is a really quick moment where Will runs in and she's like, um, and he's like, don't do anything. I've got a plan. We smash cut away to him in a room with Nathan saying that he's in love with him. He wants to get cats. He wants to name them Grizabella and Skimbleshanks, the (laughs) railway cat. And uh, Nathan immediately is turned off and he goes, yeah, no, this doesn't work for me. Grace. Come in here. I we need, need to, to talk, talk about the window dressings or something. Or something. Problem solved. And Will walks Will out. Will has been dumped. Grace still has her job. 
And Will walks out and he's like triumphant and he's like, oh man, that was awesome. It is so good. And, and he looks at one of the workers in there and he's like, you don't care. Grace yeah. is going to love that. Yeah. And that's it. That's the end of the episode. It's great. It's a really good episode. It's yeah. Clean, short, low stakes, uh-huh. super funny. Um, uh, you know, a good, really good guest. Mm-hmm. Smart, kooky circumstances. Loved it. I loved it. And it it wasn't like too far into the I'll go on this date for you and like they didn't take it too far right no there was no like crossing any physical intimacy lines yeah or anything like that which I was appreciative of and Will doesn't let him off the hook Will tells him to his face he's like you suck I don't want to be around you you're a bad person yep and you're going to hell and you're mean to waiters you you are awful right and then it's and then in the fact that Nathan's arrogance allows him to fall for this nonsense that Will tells him that he's in love with him. I mean, it's just out of this world. They wrote that character so well. Brilliant. Brilliant. What's your takeaway, Davey? What is my takeaway? Oh, I don't know that I really have a a lesson that I've learned or anything. (laughs) But, um, you know, as we get deeper and deeper into um, this show, having found... Um, a voice that it's found now nearing the end of first season. Um, you know, it it um, forces me to think about something which never really has been on my mind. Or not never, but like hasn't been something that I've thought about before just because professionally it's not been a concern of mine. And that's like people who write characters for over, over many, many years. Mm-hmm. You know, people who write television series or series of novels that have the same characters and so on. And like, that must be incredibly challenging, not only to maintain continuity and like, make sure that everything, you know, that nothing like contradicts itself, mm-hmm. but also to like, to build a character in a way that's, you know, uh, fulfilling for, for all parties, you know, the actor, you, the writer, the, the actor and the audience. Um, and the way these characters have grown is the ways in which these characters have grown uh, is just a real treat to watch. I'm very, I'm very happy that I'm doing this. Me yeah. too. What's your takeaway, Care? Uh, fuck politeness and call out dickish people. Oh yeah, I'm into that. Cause I'm done with it. I'm done sitting there when someone is mean to someone else, even if they're strangers. I'm done. Uh huh. Like, if someone is online at Walgreens and like bitching to someone is bitching to one of the workers about how slow the register is through no fault of anyone, I'm going to call him out. Mm-hmm. I'm so through letting people treat other people like assholes. And I'm going to take my lesson from Will and I'm going to be like, you're a dick. You're a dick and I don't like you. And what you're doing is not OK. The way you're treating other people is not OK. You here, here. cannot be like that. Cheers to that. So, that's, I, oh no, I only have a sip left. Well, at least you had some. <sighs> Delicious. That's my takeaway. Great. What a fun episode. I loved it. I loved it too. I loved it even though it made me so angry. <laughs> yeah, it's frustrating. I mean, but that's because that's, that, that, that character though was written really well. Yes, exactly. And I think that, um, like, I personally think that a well-written villain is just electrifying to behold. Yes. Um, like, I think the one of the most well-written villains literally of all time is... Um, this is in no way related to Will and Grace. Um, <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, what's her name? Ursula. 
No. Um, Devil Wears Prada. Harry Potter. Um, oh, uh, uh, oh my God. Oh, we're going to be fired from the Harry Potter fandom. All pink. I, I watched, we watched We literally watched it last, last night. night. You guys know who we're talking about. The the one who wears all pink and... Oh my God. What's wrong with us? This is really embarrassing. I literally can't think of it. And my brain is like firing... Umbridge. Umbridge. Oh my Umbridge. God. I take Umbridge. Ooh. With what just happened here. Ooh. Ooh. And that's wordplay, my friends. And on that note, <laughs> please find us on social media at Will and Grace Pod. That's us. Um, we are on Twitter, we are on Instagram, and we are on Facebook. Um, there you can find updates about our show. And cute um, pictures. Mm-hmm. And you can find our friends and um Um <laughs> Our our vodka today. What? Oh, so you need to subscribe to this podcast. Oh, yeah. Subscribe, guys. Subscribe to our podcast. We are and- building a media empire, and we can't do it without <laughs> subscriptions. That's <laughs> right. Not building a media M- empire. Media empire is totally what I'm here for. Yeah. And not the vodka. Same. Or yeah. TV show. Or right. you. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> um, so, yeah, please, please do subscribe. And if you could, please give us a little rating, um, five stars, that would be so, so helpful. Oh, we love um, and it's so easy and spread the word spread the word yeah share us like us whatever and um thank you to our pj hanky on the keys always our theme song as always and to ch distillery for providing our delicious vodka drink today yum as well as smokehouse smoke daddy smoke daddy for their bloody mary mix yes because oh my god it's this is the best bloody mary mix i've ever had it's the perfect spice it's the perfect amount of spice it's amazing um, and Bella, thank you for the yeah. mix. Hey, Bella, thanks. Uh, I think that's it. Right, Davey? Did we, we thanked everybody. Yeah. And we said the drink. Yeah. And we said to follow us. Yeah. And we said to rate and review us. Yeah. Say goodnight, Gracie. Goodnight, Gracie. <laughs>